I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to You, Me, and the Poltergeist. I am Paulie, the Poltergeist. Do you think that was a very effective intro? What? Are you supposed to stop Yeah, I'm just going. Oh, okay. We're in a pod... I mean, we're in a podcast now. We're in a podcast. Okay. Okay. Hello and welcome to You, Me and a Poltergeist. G'day, how you doing? Belinda, Brayden, Paulie the Poltergeist. Paulie back the Poltergeist. Again. <laughs> he is just going wild today. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, bought a silly app. We need a bit of humour these days. Indeed, and as you can tell, Paulie's got a great laugh that does not terrify Belinda at all. It terrifies Belinda so much. <laughs> this is the first time she's ever heard the replay of that laugh. And, uh, yeah, her eyes were very wide. I was almost sure she was about to start saying, Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> you know you love me. I do. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways... Well, what's been going on? How is the poltergeist world? Are you talking to me? <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to, really. I'm just opening the air with the question. I don't know many poltergeists, besides Paulie, obviously. So, I don't know what else is going on with the poltergeist world. I'm going really good. <laughs> Cheers, Paulie. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Having a conversation with myself. Well, guess what? What? Speaking of yourself, today we're going to be talking about... Sleep paralysis. The paralysis that occurs during your sleep. During the sleeping time. Where you wake up and then suddenly you can't move and why is there a weird man slash thing across the other side of the room looking at you? It's... It's not really you You wake up completely. It's like your consciousness has um, kind of woken, but the mm. rest of you is still asleep. Yes. Which can cause hallucinations. Or so they say. Or are they? Maybe oh. you're just entering another realm. Oh, the Shadow Realm. The shadow I feel realm. like I need to put on Paulie's voice for that. Oh my god. You're entering the Shadow Realm. Remember when I said earlier that you're Jenna and I'm Julian? Because I'm definitely mid. Jenna. It just changed around. Does she do this sort of stuff? She always has like the soundboard and is like doing weird voices. Well,. Voices are And cool. if you can do that, I'm going to crunch chips into them. <laughs> and I'm going to have my damn metal straw. Oh my gosh. So if you noticed in the last episode, or the last two episodes, actually no, two episodes ago, there was a lot of metal straw clinking. Belinda is very proud of her little movement away from regular straws and into metal strawdom. And she wanted to make the most of it. I have a plastic straw right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that trend went out of fashion like <laughs> we two got, weeks ago. We got Taco Bell. Yeah. And they didn't even ask if we wanted plastic straws. They just gave them to us. Mm. So maybe Taco Bell, you should stop um, assuming. I know. I already have a metal straw. Exactly. 
And, you know, I actually have a lot more energy now. I haven't eaten much sugar over the last week. Or carbohydrates. So consuming Taco Bell has filled me with a vigor unlike I've ever felt before. I've not had much energy the last few days. I just haven't been eating. I've been mourning the loss of one of our pets. So Fernando the guinea pig. Beautiful young animal. She was five, well, well, fairly which is pretty old. old for a guinea pig. And Unfortunately, was... she passed away. It's unfortunate. It's just mm. her time. Mm. So I'm sorry if I'm lacking all the energy and humour that I normally have. Sorry, I keep banging the table. Yes, and we are expecting to hear Fernando's ghost <laughs> forever haunting that cage, rattling, rattling the cage, waiting for leafy green vegetables to rain down from the gods above. He just fed Molly a chip and she is <laughs> struggling to get it. There you go. Oh, she just... ASMR. Oh, that's God. a good oh, that's good. One of Paulie sounds like oh, in Molly's body. No. Eating a chip. No, please don't. <laughs> Go, you enjoy you that? that? <laughs> I feel like this is why she had those bowel problems at one time. No. No, it was not me. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Was that good, Molly? It was because she ate cat poop. Yeah, that's probably a bit more detrimental to her than a chip. And a chip with a lot one of chip. seasoning on it. She's licking her lips. So, yeah, like we were saying, as I was saying, sleep paralysis is not something that I've ever experienced myself. But I believe it's something you've experienced, Belinda, is that true? It absolutely is, and you know that for a fact. I do know that for a fact. <clears throat> Just wanted to read a little more scientific ex- explanation. Is that the word? Yeah. Um, for sleep paralysis. So it occurs when the brain and body aren't quite on the same page when it comes to sleep, just like I said earlier. So during rapid eye movement sleep, so your REM sleep, dreaming is frequent, but the body's muscles are relaxed to the point of paralysis, perhaps to keep people from acting out their dreams. Researchers have found that two brain chemicals, glycin, glycin, I don't know, it's spelled G-L-Y-C-I-N-E for anyone. And Glycine. Yeah, whatever. And GABA. GABA. Are responsible for this muscle paralysis. Estimates of how many people experience paralysis, yeah, vary from 5% to 60%, um, likely because of differences in, su- in survey methods. So one of the most common things when you're experiencing sleep paralysis is... A crushing, crushing feeling um, on your chest, like mm. you can't breathe. Not everyone gets it. I definitely do. Um, and just very, very vivid hallucinations. hallucinations, which can be repetitive as well. So to, to the point where you think, is this a demon? Is this a ghost? Is this a poltergeist? Like, what's haunting me? Is it a Valak moment? I don't know. Mm. Which for me, which for me, I see this Victorian-esque looking woman, like she's dressed in, in the Victorian era kind of clothing, um, but in all black. And she's, she's quite old. So I wouldn't say she's like super old, but she's very aged. This is whenever you're getting sleep paralysis. This is when I get sleep paralysis, mm. which lately hasn't, I haven't gotten it. I haven't actually had sleep paralysis since we've moved. Well, that's good. Which makes me think it was that house. Because this house is way more blessed. Hashtag blessed. We got mum spewing holy prayers upstairs. Thanks, Mandy. Cheers, Mandy. (laughs) Protected. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, as I was saying. And I kind of just... the, The first time I remember recently... I've had sleep paralysis before, but I'm... Like, when I was really little... But, yeah, anyway, I'll get to that in a minute. But when I first saw this lady recently was probably when I first moved out of home. I was living with Brayden's sister, um, oldest sister, Jess, and she wasn't at home. She was at work. Kids are at work. She's got two kids that were at work, uh, not work, school. I mean, they're old enough. They're old enough. They should be working. (laughs) I'm kidding. They're not. Um, (laughs) 
They were at school. I had the day off work. Molly, you need to stop making noise. Just breathing so loud. (sighs) So they were all at school and work, blah, 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 blah. And all I did was lay down to have a nap. And I was, I feel like... Oh, Molly. She's like, let me let me face the microphone so I can go. Ugh. So it was just me, and I started off by having this dream. Well, I don't even know. It's it's so weird. Like it felt so fucking real. So I think I was waking up. I get it most when I'm falling asleep, but this time I was waking up and the. I heard someone knock at the door. So my first reaction was to get up and go to the door and open the door, see who was there, which felt so real. It felt like I actually got up out of my bed, went to the door, opened up the door. There was this Victorian-esque looking woman and Jess was home. So to me, I was like, oh shit, I've slept this long. This is literally my thought process in sleep paralysis. I was like, fuck, I've slept this long that Jess is home from work, the kids are home from school, and she's got a visitor over for dinner. But it didn't even click, like, who this person was. It didn't Mm. click that she looked like she was from a different era of time. So it was just really surreal. I'm like, fuck, okay. Anyway, so they made me dinner as well, and it was like this. I love prawns, and it was a prawn dish. (laughs) But I ate it, and it felt like I was going into anaphylactic shock, and it felt like my throat was swelling up. And Shellfish. I... Yes. It'll get you. I'm not allergic to shellfish, <coughs> though. Spirit I just said uh, I love prawns. <laughs> <laughs> so it felt like my throat was swelling up, and I couldn't breathe, and the next thing I know, I'm falling down onto the ground, but then I'm hitting my bed, so... It's like I'm waking up from this dream, this hallucination, whatever is happening, and I'm in my bed now. Mm. And then I fell onto the bed in my dream state, sleep paralysis state, whatever you want to call it. But this woman was still standing over the top of me. And at this point, I could physically feel that my eyes were open and I could not breathe, absolutely could not breathe. And I felt like I was literally falling into the bed. And this woman was just standing there, just standing over me, just watching me. And that was probably the the first time before it started to get really, really bad where I continued to have a sleep paralysis of the same woman. And when we moved houses, I think the the worst two that happened happened so often. It was just normally her standing over me and I couldn't breathe. I would be trying to yell out to Brayden or like, put my hand out and be like, babe, babe, help me. Did you ever get it with her there when I was in the room? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so often. Did she, like, look at me and stuff? No, she always just looking at me, staring at me, and it's the most fucking scariest shit. And I remember this one time, I think you ended up getting up out of bed to go to the toilet or something, and I was actually in this state, and I felt you move, and I couldn't move to like be like where the fuck are you going there's this woman standing over the top of me so I was freaking out I could feel myself panicking I could feel my my chest tightening like a panic attack was coming along and then I think I can't remember if you'd come back to bed or something but I finally went (gasps) and put my hand out oh yeah yeah I remember that do you remember that yeah I remember you whacking me upside the head with you yeah. Flailing arm. I yeah. was finally coming out of a sleep paralysis. Gee whiz. Yeah. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. <laughs> Gee willikers. Oh, gosh. Jiminy oh, jillikers. Oh, boy. terrible. That's creepy. So, but then there was two other... Sorry, I just want to tell my stories. Yeah, this is, this is what really made me think that she was... Is? I don't know. I haven't seen her since. Yeah. But it still makes me feel like she was... Is like, spirit or something mean, fucking bitch, because um, the next worst time was when it was, like, the middle of the night, and I went into the sleep paralysis state, obviously, 
but in the kind of state I was in, I was getting up out of bed and was walking down the hallway, but when I turn around and look down the hallway, there she is standing in our oh. doorway to our bedroom. Now, in our old place, we had this massively long hallway. It went from literally our bedroom door to the laundry door. I think it was door. seven metres long is what I... Oh, no, to the laundry door as well. That is to like eight, eight or nine metres long hallway. Yeah. It's huge. So in my dream, I'm walking down that hallway and then I, st- I turn around and I see her and I just start walking backwards because she starts walking towards me. Yeah. And I stop because I'm at the laundry steps. There's like two steps down into the laundry of the old place. And she comes right up to me and I can still see her face. It still scares the fucking shit out of me. And she just screams at me and pushes me down the stairs. And that's when I wake up and I can move again. Jeez. And like, it was the same thing of I was falling. I fell back into the bed. I had... A really tight chest, and then I was like finally coming out of it again. Yeah, um, like resurrecting. Um, and then the next time that it happened, before I was at home, like okay, so after I need to, I don't know. I'll tell the story first. Okay, so the the next time it all happened, and to a severity, was I was having a fucking nap on the lounge as I always do now. Um, Brayden and his cousin were home at this time mm. and I don't know what you guys are doing, you're doing your own things and I'm here just like, fuck it, it's my day off, I'm going to have a nap on the lounge. <laughs> and I was watching telly and I kind of fell asleep sitting up and then she was sitting next to me. She was just sitting next to me, she wasn't in her Victorian clothes this time, she was wearing the same like nighty that I was wearing. Oh, which really? is like my big pink oversized t shirt yeah. nighty. She's like wearing she, the same clothes as you. She's wearing the same nighty and she's like, Oh hello dear. Like this is the first time I've heard her speak and I'm like, uh hi what's up? Like I don't know, I had this kind of conversation with her and um I was like, Oh I'm I'm really sorry, I was just having a nap. She's like, No no no, that's okay and I was like so who are you? And she was just quiet. And I'm like, who are you? Like, I don't know your name. You keep showing up. Who the hell are you? And then her face went, like, her face was kind of glowy. And then it went from being glowy to all sunken in. Ugh. And just, like, yeah. <laughs> sunken in and just really, really wrinkly. And she just screamed at me and, like, right in my face. And I swear to God, in that moment of her screaming in my face, I saw either you or Ben walk down the hallway and I, I like tried to move and be like, help me, yeah, help me. She's screaming in her face. Like the, the only thing that was going through my head was like, can they not fucking see her? She's right in yeah. front of me. Like what the fuck? And that's all that was going through my head. And then I woke up. This was when I was falling asleep as well. This wasn't, like, when I was asleep. This was while I was falling asleep. Yeah. Anyway, so then I woke up and I was like, holy motherfuck. <laughs> and I remember I think, you coming to get me. I think I ran into you. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, I just... Oh, you were super casual about it. You're like, I just had some sleep paralysis. I'm like, oh, yeah. What happened? And you're like, tell me this horrific story. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I remember I'm like, I okay, felt like maybe I, I should... had to be chill about it so that yeah. you wouldn't worry. I I remember <laughs> texting our landlord to make sure no, <laughs> no one, one has, has died, died in, in their the house. house. They're like, uh, pretty sure no one's died. No, <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> he never asked us Thanks. why. No. <laughs> Although the next day after that happened, I think I, it was like late night, and I wasn't. No. So I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure Ben was out bowling, you were at work, and I was sitting at home, and I felt so uneasy. I literally felt yeah. like there was just eyes on me, Ugh. and I could not walk to the toilet because I was right next to the laundry door. And you were just afraid of getting pushed down the stairs. No, I felt like there was something looking back at me in the laundry. Oh. 
and I just walked into the lounge room. I lit a candle. And you did a seance. And I did a seance. And it's never been sleep paralysis. I'm possessed by an entity. <laughs> this is my confession. This is my confession. Did you just get half my singing in that voice? Yes. This is my confession. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to sound like. No. Well, the people at home will tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's anyway. so creepy. And... It the thing that about sleep paralysis to me that is so strange is that everyone always seems to experience something scary, like someone standing over them. Like there's a lot of joint sort of experiences. I honestly feel like sleep paralysis can't be something just in your body. And it's I know there's probably all these scientific things, but let me just tell you something. When I lit the candle it kind of flickered like a lot and there's all the doors are closed. All the windows are closed. It's in a little jar thing. Yeah. As if any wind can be getting in there. Yeah. No movement. It fucking flickered because I was like, all right, is anyone fucking in here? Oh. And it flickered and I went, I need you to get the fuck out and leave me alone. I want you to leave my boyfriend alone, leave his cousin alone and leave this fucking house. And then what happened? The candle went out. No, I blew out the candle and I just immediately felt so much better. Oh, wow. Yeah. You just commanded that thing. And days before this, days before I did this, I was falling asleep on the lounge. I was messaging Miffy. I kind of, I could feel myself going into that state and I kept saying to myself, get up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You can't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. You're going to see this fucking woman again. Yeah. All of a sudden... The study room door creaks open. Mind you, yes, the window was open just a little bit. But Mouse would not stop barking. He walked Down away there. and walked back and kept barking and barking. And I even opened it and showed him. I'm like, no one in here. It's yeah, just the window. Just the window. Tons of times where they just get up in the random times and, and they would start just bark. bark at that door. Right? Ugh, so and, creepy, that house. And that's why I was like... This the the sleep paralysis got so much fucking worse when I when we were in that house. I've had like barely anything here. I've had where I've just been falling asleep and I know I'm falling asleep and I start dreaming and I'm like, you gotta wake up, bitch. Like if you're not going nap, just go lay in the bed. Don't fall asleep on the lounge. I think I'm immune to sleep paralysis because as soon as my head hits the pillow, you're asleep. I'm That's unconscious it. for seven to eight hours. Yeah, but then I've got mental illness. I have like a severe chemical imbalance in my brain, so maybe I'm just more prone to it. Just like let's open a portal to the shadow realm. Woo! <laughs> it's always a party in Melinda's brain. <laughs> yeah, but that no. Seriously, since we've moved from Beanley to here, I haven't seen the Nothing. bitch. I haven't seen her. After that, me going, you need to get the fuck out and leave us yeah. alone. I don't like you. You're being mean and nasty. Fucking leave. Intriguing that you lit a candle to communicate. I just, I did what was natural. And that felt right and it worked. That felt right to me. It was an apple-scented candle from Ah, Ikea. fragrant. <laughs> from Ikea. Wow. Are you sure it wasn't called something cool, like Schmalblotz or something like that? I'm pretty sure we still have them. Just apple candle? I'm pretty sure it has, like, some Swedish name, but it's apple-scented candle. <laughs> right. Well. This is what makes, this is why we're talking about sleep paralysis, is because I personally believe that I don't think it is solely just a scientific reason with our bodies and our brain i think that maybe there's negative energies that bring it on and those Mm. negative energies could definitely be some type of entity Mm. or podcast spirit whatever you personally i know people have had bad bouts of sleep paralysis nick for instance a great listener of the show hi nick how you doing uh I'm not sure if we're allowed to say his name on the podcast because, oh, you know, he has done. the privacy thing with all the criminal charges and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> Belinda, <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm really joking. 
Uh, it's like none of your friends. <laughs> none of them. They haven't been caught yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't eat my crunch wrap. Sorry. Keep so, going. yeah, he's had crazy bouts of sleep paralysis that have, like, been on repeat, 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 repeat. Mm. And I, I, I feel like his aren't anything to do with paranormal whatsoever. Mm-mm. Yeah. But there, I feel like there's instances where the things happening potentially could not be chalked up to a sort of just a bout of sleep paralysis. Take, mm. for instance, one other listener of the show and dear friend, friends, I should friends. say. Uh, the lovely Bob and Jessica. Jessica is Bob's wife. Yeah. Our She's bloody gorgeous. Greatest supporters, mm-hmm. some would say. Mainly you and I. I would have been Yeah, I'd say that as well. <laughs> so, surprisingly, they came to us with a little... Just wanting to talk about things. And I treated it like a full-on investigation. I am definitely not the most knowledgeable of paranormal things even though we have a podcast about paranormal things we're kind of learning at the same time you guys are but i was just like hey yeah i, I got you <laughs> we pretty much are the poltergeist now yeah it's I our think... business name you need us who are you gonna call poltergeist we've joked it into reality <laughs> yeah merch shirts coming soon i keep saying this but it's not happening <laughs> yeah i more think bob and jess were coming to us as to tell us a story so maybe we could, like, share it or share personal experiences. So I'm absolutely anyway. happy for us to share it, because they even said, yes, you can use our names. So there we go. So Jess had been experiencing some sleep, sleep paralysis, paralysis herself. Yeah. And every time she was doing this, or this was occurring, uh, she would see a shadowy sort of man across the other side of the room. Kind of crunched over. Yeah, crunch, hunched over. Crunched just over, sort of... crunched over. Sorry, I'm eating a crunch wrap, so. <laughs> just a crunch wrap <laughs> in the corner. He's actually just in the corner of the room just eating Taco Bell. That's why he'd be He's a homeless over. man just trying to shelter for the night, bringing in his spiders. Oh, wait, yeah. She says that this shadowy figure is a little bit hunched over, like we said, uh, maybe around six feet tall and maybe with a cane. Mm, that's right. So, uh, it started probably about a week ago, they started talking to us about this, just to sort of give us the idea of what was going on, and since, well, when they started talking to us, things intensified a fair amount. I think definitely the acknowledgement of it. 100%. I'd I'd mentioned perhaps she could, because, you know, in sleep paralysis you do not have the ability to actually talk, but maybe you could just think Think and try to communicate via thinking to tell it to go away. She attempted to communicate one of the evenings by thinking, and that really didn't have that much of an effect, I do not believe. But as this kept on going on, uh, the sleep paralysis, the paralysis part, would slowly subside, and she'd be able to, she'd wake up, like, fully limber, you know, doing jumping jacks pretty much. Yeah, she even said, she's getting out of bed, She's jumping jacks and she still saw the shadowy figure. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the figure was there, just hanging out in the corner of the room, looking over, all creepy-like. But and... while all this is happening, her one of her daughters, their daughters, I should say, because it's Bob and Jessica's daughter, mm. um, one of their daughters was waking up having bad dreams and saying there's spiders crawling out from underneath her bed. There's spiders, there's spiders, um, which is normally brought on by an evil entity, which is what we started to dis- to discuss with them. Yeah, Bob had mentioned prior to actually discussing this in a different conversation entirely that the daughter had seen a, or was awoken by a spider or some ants or something and was complaining about that before, mm. I think, before any of this sort of seeing this strange shadowy figure started happening. But it got worse, didn't it? Yes, the, it did. The little girl's nightmares. And they did, as well as the progression of this spirit, so, or spirit as we're calling it, but uh, the shadowy figure, as Jess was sort of waking up consistently, began getting closer until eventually it was standing right over her bed. 
and uh, at that point it disappeared immediately as she rolled around and sort of recognised this thing. Yeah, that it was the thing. It disappeared and they managed to go back to sleep only to be awoken a little while later by their daughter screaming and carrying on and complaining that spiders and ants were crawling across the floor and she was trying to find them when they came in. Which is very creepy. So that brought me to the conclusion, hey, maybe you got something in your house because... They live next to, well, Bob runs as a manager, a museum and hotel. And he has recounted a number of interesting paranormal things happening within the museum. It's like night at the museum if it was scarier. A and, lot scarier. And Bob's, it's Bob's... Not just the things coming to life, it's fucking entities. <laughs> yeah. Bob is Ben Stiller in this instance. And he's making best friends with, like, a Theodore Roosevelt (laughs) on a horse. (laughs) Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy. So that's happening. Uh, It's late, guys. It's midnight. We gave them a little advice on what they could do to sort of... What they could do to sort of remedy it. Obviously, they had a fair amount of knowledge on things they could potentially do to oh, yeah. repel spirits already. Jess has fucking holy water holy from water the Vatican. From the Vatican, blessed by the Pope. Given to her from a grandmother, by her grandmother, great-grandmother? Yeah. Grandmother. It was like 30 years old or something like that. Holy fuck, dude. You That's are set. powerful stuff. Um, Let's not mention that Bob grows sage. Yes. And like lavender and like all other types of plants that help ward off these fucking kind of mm. things. Mate, just set your greenhouse on fire. <laughs> You'll be right. <laughs> the smoke will cleanse everyone. Yeah, yeah. Did they... Did they, I haven't. I didn't properly read the messages. I think we just all started to compliment each other. Um, <laughs> yeah. the... I believe the latest we found out about this whole situation was that they were about to do a cleanse of the house with burning some sage and things like that to try and see if that would um, ward off this. Did they mention thing? anything? They went and stayed at their parents' house, one of their parents' yeah. this house. I don't believe they had any did, sleep they didn't have any there, and the both of them there? had better evenings of rest. Yeah, because Bob was saying he was super tired. He works so much, though. Yeah, well, that on top of... Bob deserves a pay rise. Yeah. Yes, I don't know whether or not they have actually completed this, but we can further inform you all who are listening of their... Endeavours with the Shadow Man. With the Shadow Man. That's like a cool book title or something. Mm-hmm. One instance I thought could be loosely related to this whole topic that I've experienced yes. is something I like to call The Ghostly Demon Octopus of Death. Thanks. What is that? Thanks, Paulie. Uh... Well, yeah, the ghostly demon octopus of poorly. death. <laughs> Why'd you look at Priscilla when you said that? She was looking around. Oh, alright, alright. So, she, she doesn't even know who Paulie is. Remember vividly my childhood home. Which one? My Toowoomba, childhood that's home right. in Toowoomba. Okay, yeah, no, I know this one. Alright, yeah. No, we have heard one. a few stories. Yeah. The house of fucking death. Yeah, it is a. It was a terrible house to be in. I think that's where the whole bloody thing started. Honestly, tell a story. I will. Thanks. So, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Let me just get some ice to chew on. <laughs> Babe, don't. <laughs> Come on, you we're a comedy so podcast. Come on, Noah. Stop it, you. Stop you it. Little giggle. Okay, so <laughs> the. <laughs> Stop. Let your bluff. I will chew all this ice into the microphone. Okay. So, yeah, that house was terrible for a multitude of reasons. And. I didn't actually realise how terrible it was until I actually started discussing it with my other family members probably a few years ago now. Because <laughs> at the time I was just thinking, oh my god, I was probably four years old, if that. 
I think four years old, but I have vivid memories of what was happening. And I get left with this terrible room down the front of the house that no one else wants. And everyone else, like, has stayed there at this point, gone in there, you know, slept, had, like, a month or two in there and just refused to go in there. And they give it to me. I didn't really have the mental capacity to question why no one else wanted the room. I was just like, all right. You were a fucking toddler. I wasn't a toddler. I was pretty... um, It's four years old, a toddler. You know what? Until they're driving, they're all toddlers. (laughs) Okay. So as a toddler, I did not have the mental capacity (laughs) to question and say, hey, why is no one else in this room and why is everyone sort of shafting me with this room? So some crazy memories I have from this fucking room. God damn. One of the most vivid memories I have of that room is waking up. Not in, like, the middle of the night or anything, because, I mean, think about it, I was young as hell. So really, my wake-up would have been probably around, or my go-to-bed, sorry, would have been probably around 4pm. So we're talking, yeah, oh yeah, I remember I remember watching Pokemon and thinking, like, you know, children's afternoon cartoons at, like, like 3pm. I remember watching that and I'm like, holy shit, Pokemon's on at night. And it was 3pm. I was very confused. Oh, poor thing. But anyway, so I went. Yeah, bedtime is always like eight o'clock uh. until we got old enough to be like, "Oh fuck you and your eight o'clock bedtime." I can go to bed whenever I want. So I'm still gonna go to bed at eight o'clock only when I'm tired though. I remember waking up probably like six, dwindling on the edge of sunset. The middle of the night for you. Yeah, hundred percent. I've been I've been asleep at this point for at least three hours. <laughs> I just can't. Like, <laughs> and I <laughs> four o'clock in the hour. I wake up in my little bed, and I I look up to the ceiling and I see emitting from the central light in the middle of the roof are these huge black smoking tentacles coming from the fucking ceiling. Like some straight anime porn bullshit. Like it's... Like, <laughs> like I'm too young for this. Hey. You're definitely you too young for anime porn. 100%. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Little did I know there was some incubus or succubus. Incubus. <coughs> succubus. Anyways, so I thought that was really weird, but for some reason that stuck with me my entire life. And it's told me many times. Up until a few years ago, I'd kept that completely to myself. Until a barbecue one night, where, one day, where we were all... <laughs> you get your days and nights mixed up, yeah. but by the looks of it. All the family was discussing... and you're like, oh damn, barbecue's late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All the family. No delusion. Keep going. So all the family's discussing just weird paranormal stuff because you know that's a regular family thing to talk about, and I bring up the topic of this weird anime octopus, and suddenly my two sisters and my brother all look to me with a sort of shock in their eyes, and they're like, "What'd you just say?" (laughs) And they recount having the exact same situation happening to them. They'd either wake up in the middle of the night or they'd be laying in bed and they'd look up at the ceiling and see coming from the light, like where the light is in the centre of the roof, these giant octopusy sort of, not octopus, but like just smoky tentacles of black darkness sort of coming from them. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I'm getting all my little twitches. It, yeah, it, it, oh man. It, that house was haunted as fuck. That was for sure a demon. That was like a portal to hell. So that's your close... That's the closest thing I've had to waking up with sleep paralysis, but it wasn't any sleep paralysis. It was just me waking up and then seeing... To a demon. To some anime. (laughs) (laughs) Some hentai, sorry. Some hentai. Is the right one, yeah. Some tentacle hentai. And that's my sick story. Did you know that in different cultures... 
the sort of sleep paralysis demon, as it's called, that like sits on your chest, sits on your chest, makes you feel like you're very is called a different thing. For example, in Brazil, there is a folkloric tale about a creature with long fingernails that lurks on people's rooftops during the night. The creature is called Passadera. Passadera. And it comes into a person's house and tramples on their chest while they're sleeping. In Spain, there is a tale of Pasanta, a black animal, often a dog or a cat, that invades people's homes and sits on them while they're sleeping. Uh, it often causes nightmares. In Newfoundland, Canada, there is an old hag that comes and sits on a sleeping person. An old hag, yeah. did you just say? Indeed. Maybe it is the old hag that you were talking about. Yeah. And... What about Australia? What did I say about Australia? You know what? Australia has fucking nothing. We have bunyips. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so some cultures even see this sleep paralysis as... Uh, a spell cast by shamans or summoners to explain it. Can I, the, can I, I just, sorry, I just remembered that I had another story. Okay. Wait, do you have more? Yeah, yeah just going. one more. So, no, do yours. in Japanese folklore, the sleep paralysis is referred to as <laughs> a summoner who calls upon a vengeful spirit to suffocate enemies through a phenomenon called kanashibari. Kanashibari. Which is the state of being totally bound as if constrained by metal chains. Alright, off you go. What's your little story? It's fucking scary. This is it a scary one? Um, so, I think I had sleep paralysis a lot when I was little. Yeah. I really, really do think so because the, there's two memories I can think of. You've never told me this. I have not. I'm excited yeah. and terrified. Yeah, it's terrifying to think of. First time was at the very first house that I ever lived in. Mm. Um, I remember, I thought I was dreaming. Honest to God, thought I was just dreaming, having a nightmare. And in my dream, I couldn't move. But I saw a figure standing at my doorway in my bedroom. Yeah. And the figure was a woman in a black dress. Oh my god. Literally, this is what the I'm saying. The same one? I don't know, but I just remember it being like a very... My eyes are watering, my knees are heavy, arms are spaghetti or something. I don't know how the look spaghetti on a sweater already. On the nervous, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. Or this is every other podcast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I honestly didn't realise this until I've been... Thinking about it now. Thinking about it so much. Making connections. I remember this. Yeah, I remember this so, so vividly. I would have probably been five or six. No, probably five. Definitely five. Yeah, I I was five. It's before I started sleeping with, like, any lights or anything on because this thing scared me so much. So, it was like a full sleep paralysis moment. And I I, obviously I didn't know until now, Mm. really, now that I'm thinking about it. And when I could finally scream and you ask mum I fucking screamed it was this blood curdling scream and she comes running and she goes what's wrong what's wrong I'm like there was someone standing in my doorway there was a woman standing in my there was a lady standing in my doorway obviously I didn't say woman there was a lady standing in my doorway mum's like no 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 one's there no one's there it's okay I have to sleep I'm like I'm I'm not lying there was someone there I saw someone I was in my bed and I couldn't move and I saw someone But obviously, mum being a good mum that she is, I went and slept in her bed that night, that night with dad, with her and dad. Um, and then another time, oh my god, so like I haven't thought about this for ages, ages. Was when we moved to Jimboomba, and seriously, Australia, it's a made up place. Jimboomba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So when we moved there, I think it was, it ha- we weren't there very long because I was still seven and we moved into that house like halfway through the year when I was seven mm. and dad was getting ready to go to work. I'm in my bedroom and I, I, I slept with the light on at this stage. I had a flower nightlight on my wall. Yeah. Fucking cute. It was from Ikea. It was on my wall. A glunch plug. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I open my eyes. I can't move. The whole room's black. Can there you is... close your eyes during these moments? I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Open my eyes. Well, so I think I'm opening my eyes anyway. I can't move. There are figures, dark figures, all around me. All I hear is very, very, very loud, like... I wouldn't say it's music, but it translates in my mind as music, but it wasn't screaming, it wasn't static, and I just felt a cold breeze, and I don't know if it was my hair or me. Anyway. Anyway, so I couldn't really tell what the noise was, but it was just loud, and I literally, I remember this, I opened up my mouth, and it locked. Oh, really? I I had full-on jaw lock, and I even... When it was finally over, I sat up in bed. All of a sudden, my light was on, the figures were gone, but my jaw would not close. Really? And I sat there like, oh, God, oh, God. Like, I didn't know what to do. Dad was, I think, calling one of his co-workers, saying he was going to be late or something. So I walk out, and I'm, like, trying to talk to Dad, and he kind of just, like, palms me off to go into Mum and into Mum. She's still in bed. And I'm just like, I, I, I finally, I get in there, my jaw's fine. I'm like, I just had the worst dream. I don't know. My jaw wouldn't move. I couldn't move. There was loud, loud noises. There was people all around me. Mum, I don't know. I don't want to go back to my room. I don't want to go back to bed. So obviously I slept with mum that night. Mm. But even, like, I would every now and then over the years would just have a moment of, I can't move. Sleep paralysis, dark figures. But I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw that lady was when I was like five. Jeez. When I'm really think about it, I really... No, I can't. That's oh. uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Sorry, I just like my whole body is just convulsing. Tingle city. Oh, can't breathe city. Mm. My whole chest is just like... <gasps> you know what I mean? Yeah. So... There you go. There you go. That's there it. There you go. Got it Final twitch. So whether or not sleep paralysis is caused by... That was my stomach. Are you okay? I'm fine. Why? So whether or not sleep paralysis is caused by something paranormal or is just completely something to do with hallucinations caused by your brain... Or a mix of the both. Regardless, that shit's terrifying. And it's I'm really glad terrifying. I've never experienced anything like that except for my hentai monster. <laughs> hentai monster. I don't know if you can ever tell when I'm in a sleep paralysis state. Can you? Uh, yeah, sort of. I think I've pulled you out of one. Really? Yeah, because your eyes are sort of open like this. Like, like yeah, like someone looked, trying to like play Marco Polo but it's cheating. You're cheating Marco Polo. Yeah, that's yeah. me, to be honest. I'm a yeah. cheating Marco Polo player. <laughs> Marco. Fish out of water, but you couldn't even hear me. But you admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because you ask like that and you're like... Mm, mm. Like It sounds like you're trying to shout, but there's just like a rag shoved in your mouth or something and you just can't. Nine times out of ten, I'm trying to scream. Yeah. I'm, so you... I just, I think to myself, scream, you've got to scream, so you can wake up, scream. That's why sometimes if I'm alone, I wake up, I'm like, <gasps> like, it's yeah. just being gasp of air. Exasperation. I can't, I can't breathe, I can't talk, I can't scream. But I do, I do sort of hear you, especially that time when you whiplash me across the chest <laughs> or the head or wherever you hear me. I think I did, I'm not sure if it was for too long, but for like half a second, I think you were like, uh, and then you just like, pimp slap me. I was trying to yell out, Brayden, 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 yeah. babe. I couldn't. I think in a in a sleep paralysis state, you just feel so vulnerable as well. Mm. And it like you don't forget. You do not forget a sleep paralysis state. If you have it once or a million trillion times, you don't forget the feeling. You can remember it all. Like you don't. You don't forget. I think, you know, we didn't really achieve much in the way of actual discussion today about 
I think actually no, we shared some pretty good stories. We shared so some late, really good stories. No, we shared some really good stories. We shared some information. You gave us a little bit of history. Uh, like this isn't a super structured podcast. Yeah, and we just wanted to come and talk. Yeah, pretty much. And is is sleep paralysis a supernatural thing, or is it a mental thing? Maybe. Honestly, Maybe that's not. that's definitely up for discussion. You know, discuss it among yourselves. I, think... I personally believe it could be a mixture of both. Me suffering with mental illness, and right now I'm not in a very good state of mind after the passing of Fernando. So, I I feel like I'd definitely be more prone to having more sleep paralysis episodes. But at the same time, I feel like anyone can get it just from maybe they had a bad day. I think they haven't I'm been immune. sleeping well. I'm immune. You're immune. My blood is pretty much holy water. I, like, always, before I go to sleep, just do, like, an IV of just holy water. Yeah. (laughs) IVs were so weird. I know, they're weird. (laughs) They're, like, cold. Yeah. Anyway, maybe we should end it. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at you, me, and a poltergeist. Same as with Facebook. Yes. Um... Find us anywhere that you listen to a podcast. Obviously, you would know if you're listening to it now. <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, any podcast app fucking ever made. Except SoundCloud. Yeah, fuck SoundCloud. We're not wannabe DJs. Yeah, we are. Hashtag my ex boyfriend. Well, that's it. So, once again, we just want to say thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Honestly, it's great. And this is rambling on a lot. And you know how we usually just struggle to uh, Sign say off. goodbye? Maybe Paul Ena should no. say goodbye. No, Here right we go. I'm not saying goodbye. That's Paul Ena. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.